It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you. Hello and welcome to the Wiggly Ring Cup. Here we are. It's Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Christmas Day episode number... 86. 86. The Heinz, Heinz Ward. Heinz, the Heinz Ward episode. In welcome In this beach. You All don't right. have to get that close to the mic. You know, As you can tell, we are on location at our parents' house. Also live at my parents' house. Yes. It has been quite the wild ride the past couple of days. So we're here hanging out. We're going to talk some beer for a few minutes and then... Get back to partying and celebrating this holiday. Yes. So first off, we want to say Merry Christmas to all of our loyal followers. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, Hanukkah. Well. Happy yeah, Kwanzaa. It's, it's Kwanzaa's tomorrow. All of the holidays uh, should be celebrated. In this Absolutely. And they should. We are we are a loving, accepting podcast. Happy uh, non-denominational we know, winter. We do holiday. understand that it, it Merry Festivus. The holidays. Happy Festivus. Merry Festivus. I think it's Happy Festivus. Whatever you want to say, Festivus right. is a thing. And it happened on Monday. So, so, there you go. Yeah, the holidays uh, can be hard for people, and we want to acknowledge that. Um, uh, we I agree. I, I, so, so, me personally, I spent Thanksgiving on my own in Bend, Oregon, uh, away from family, and that was, it was a little bit difficult. Uh, obviously, drinking some alcohol helped moderately, but yeah, we're but back still here. Yeah, kind of miss back. out. Yeah, yeah no, you, know? you definitely feel like you're, you're a little bit... There were a couple Ostracized. of holidays that I spent yeah. away because of my job and stuff like that. So, but I do go back to work tomorrow. Ew, which kind of kind of sucks. But you know, do what you got to do. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are going back to work tomorrow as well. Uh, so let's um, let's start with the big story this week, right? Um, our a very special Christmas bracket, or a very bracket special Christmas, or a very Special bracket, bracket Christmas. A special very Christmas. <laughs> so we are Christmas uh, special a bracket. Very. Very. <laughs> yes. So any yes. one of any one of the the above that we the have, above we mentioned options. Right. Thank you guys all for for helping us vote. Um, we generally don't get a lot of uh, feedback on our our polls, especially but because we only have like 150 Twitter followers. Yeah, so yeah, thank you guys for it's playing great. along. It's great to 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 get some feedback. We're glad that you guys love uh, that album, or at least know of the songs on that album as much as. And if as you didn't, and do. you're just finding out about it through this poll, then we really hope that you enjoyed this album because it's one of our favorites. It, it's one of the only Christmas albums that we, ha- as historically as, as a family. Adam- have listened to. We've as said an ad before, it's fine. Mm-hmm. As, as, a, as a beep. As a family, we've. We have listened to pretty much every Christmas since I was, I don't know. Well, I mean, it eight, came out in 1987. So, so we've probably been listening to it for. Literally your entire life. Probably my entire life, yeah. But, Absolutely. So getting down to the meat and potatoes of this, okay, so we got down to the final two today at about 10 30. Yes. And I put up the poll, if ran you, for about five hours, so, or seven hours, whatever I put it up for. Yeah, so, <laughs> so if so, some of you may have already seen the results of the poll on Twitter, but we're here to announce the winner. Yes, right? the winner, obviously, was the number one seed. Yes. Everybody's favorites, you know, number number four on the record, number one in your hearts. Christmas Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> Motherfucker, are you kidding me? Yes. You're joking. I am. You're lying. I am. 
this is the part where we. This is the whole part where we. This is the whole bit. This is this is where we cut to the whole. You know the the actual song. And we're just gonna play it in its entirety, and you're gonna listen to it right now. And then that's gonna be the end of the podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great evening. No, everyone knew that Christmas and Hollis was gonna win because it's it's objectively the best Christmas song. Yeah, if if you were to look at like. Every March Madness bracket from year to year, the most likely choice for Victor is going to be one of the number one seeds. One of the number one seeds, and or the number one overall seed. So, it it, it was pretty much expected, but it's also it's the different. best song. It, yeah. It's different. Like, the reason that we put it at number one was because we expected it to win, and it did. And and we're very happy. Here we for are. Now. Honestly, I think. The the song itself is very good, <laughs> as a original Christmas it's, song. It is right. It's one like, of those. It's it's one of those things where it's like, oh my god, how many times can I hear fucking Blue Christmas by, by you know seven hundred different or whoever or the hell Last is Christmas by Wham? Shit, right? Did anyone you know, beat Wham again some... this year? So let me uh, let me say this real quick, Alex. I want to drop this bomb on you right now. I think that it's just Wham's version of Last Christmas that I don't like. This is so insane. Can, please continue. All right, so... There, a, there what are, other versions do you like? There are two versions on the loop at work. Okay. And one of them is by Jimmy Eat World. Sure. And I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, you seem like a Jimmy Eat World stan. You know? I, yeah, I am. I am. So, there's, um, there's not much to say about the song itself, because I don't think it's a very good song. I just think that it's there not. are better versions than Wham. It definitely... Yeah, I mean, like, it definitely isn't, like... Uh, it, it's not. I don't know. I love Wham. I think Wham kind of embodies the entire like '80s pop music scene. Like I feel like they they did a lot for music, and people might not. I mean, you don't. You're you're not really into pop music, like you know. Right. right, right. Pop but music I mean, I'll as get a down genre, on some aha. Uh-huh, you, you know, know. Take on me. Right. You know. Like so. I think like they all. They all kind right. of. Um. It, can, does anyone want to try it for the high note? No. Over here? Absolutely no. not. Oh, there it is. All right. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. That was flat. so I, that was know, nice. Hit the note. <laughs> yeah, you were a Hit bit flat. I, every time I get a chance to hit that note, you I try to go for it. It's like the darkness the whole, and uh, I believe in a thing called love. A few, you know, a few weeks ago, we it. did the Saturday episode and... I was on one. I you was were. truly you on were. one. If you haven't heard it, go back. I don't know. What was it? Two weeks three, ago? Two, I think it was like episode ago. 84 maybe. I was not even that drunk, Yeah, but just really going <laughs> off. Elton John. Saturday legend, night. Absolutely. Saturday night's all right for fighting, you know? But um, here, we are, here we are on Christmas Day. Yes. You know, it, this, is, this is a time of celebrating with family. I hope that everybody who's listening to this, at least at the time of our recording, you know, this isn't going to be out for another few days. I'll probably try to put it up tomorrow night. Couple but, of days. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's fine. So, hopefully even, celebrating even with at the time either of your family you know or your chosen family. I want to say that. Um, <laughs> because, um, as I said, it's yeah. hard for people on Christmas. No, you're right. Absolutely. Some, some I think that people's there's... families don't accept them. Sure. So oh, absolutely. No, we I have to, that. you know, we have to be... Um, no, it's too early. We have to be uh, cognizant of that, and we are an accepting podcast. We love you guys. Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, so we had a hell of a bottle share last night to get did. into the beer. Um, yeah, why not? Let's let's start talking about these GD stouts that we had last night on deck. Hashtag beers OD. Beers OD for sure. Um, right now, actually, let's say what Alex tell us a little bit about what, what we're drinking right now. 
Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. So now, Nick, what? I want to say this. So I think you have the you have the most experience with this beer. I tr- I think I've had it maybe one or two other times, right. but you've had it every single time. Like I've never like actually had it myself or like purchased a bottle myself or anything mm-hmm. like that. So founders, <laughs> which we all know. Um, we, yeah, we we know the narrative. Um, let's be honest. If they're trying to make it right, they're trying to do the right thing. It's it's tough to tough to come back from something like that and this do it the right know, way. This may be the last year that we feature this beer. Well, it's the last year they're making it too. <laughs> well, you know that really lines up because we're we don't appreciate what they're doing. Right. Yes. Aside I, from making beer. Yeah, and I, but I think at the same time though you're not. I'm not going to sit here and bash the employees of said brewery. I am going to. I'm going to bash what it went is. on. Yeah, it's hard to. It's, yeah, it's hard to judge. It's yeah, it's hard to judge the people who are working to try to like make a dollar because we all know how hard it is to make a dollar. Well, they closed their tap room for like so, three weeks. Whenever yeah. that like that story hit full stride. Sure. Yeah, and I think that I think that that should have been the case. It's 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 very so, difficult to come back yeah, from something like that. It is, but. At the same time, there are a lot of people who are, you know, they're working to make an honest dollar and all that kind of stuff. But for right now, we're going to enjoy this. We're going to, you know, talk about it a little bit. Yeah. CBS. CBS. This is, you know, Canadian breakfast style. This is one of the one of the most well-known styles, I would say, in the country right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say that. Past, past tonight, I can't imagine myself really supporting founders much. Right, no, and I, you know, I would I would agree with that. I, I can't it's really tough to, to come back from like acting like you don't know what racism is and right. understanding how that other people are you know, come from different backgrounds. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh yeah, it was a terrible, terrible If um, if you haven't seen the article, go ahead and look at the article. Just oh, it's Google ridiculous. founders racism and you'll find hell of a lot of articles that are mm-hmm. very right. justified in calling mm-hmm. them out for yeah. the shitty people that they are. The other thing is they are 50% owned by um, a big beer conglomerate now. So and they're going to they're going to try to brush this under the rug. We past tonight I can't imagine myself buying a Founders beer. I I, I it's yeah, it's going to be one of those things where it's it's very like I had already had these bottles before right, the, right, that particular right. story right. came I, out. I, yeah, I mean, but, th- these have been sitting. I mean, you know, we are. Um, we try to keep this this podcast lighthearted, but also we want to call out injustice when we see it. And, yeah, as yeah, much so as we can, as in three, this case, you as three white men, to. you know, like right. we we need to. I mean, we have we. I mean, we have an audience. It might not be a big audience, but. Right. Um, you know, we're we have to educate the people, the children. You know, we, yeah. You and know. I think that uh, uh, the three of us tend to be pretty open minded about everything. I would say. I yeah. don't think that there's any sort of yeah. like. But the thing is, I'm I'll, also I'm a privileged white guy. Like uh, that's what it comes down to. I don't know that like. Right. I've never but, I've but never had this, any sort. This of... This is a, an important time for us to to speak our minds on on where we see yeah people being so moving forward at, at least on this podcast I don't think we'll be discussing beers from them because we uh, we aggressively do not agree with what has happened with their stuff <laughs> and it is some of the most ridiculous stuff I've ever seen yeah no it's when bad. it when it comes to 
people like like denying what has happened and 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 doing things like that when they you know when they get some sort of legal action against them this is maybe the most ridiculous might be um other than you know our, so our so Lord that's the thing i'm going president. to i will drink this beer the longest disclaimer about a beer that we will drink on this podcast probably ever <laughs> i right, will but, not, but also we really never touched ever. on this before though right we never really talked about that's fair yeah. the the article and what was said and yeah, it's we're not going to dive insane. into it in, in any sort of like meaningful way. No, but, but let's talk about when the you beer when you go <laughs> when you go watch like you know look at this this article you know read through the entirety of it. It's going to shock you in a lot of ways, as it did I think everybody who's sitting here right now. Yeah, as it should because it's it literally the some of the dumbest stuff that I've ever heard. seen. Yeah. It it really is like. Like, white privilege has gone to an entirely new level. I was going to say, yes. no, so I was going to say, like, tasting this, um, you get, like, the, the very first thing that hits me is white privilege. <laughs> and then it kind of settles, it settles down a bit, and it's just, like, systemic racism. <laughs> it's, like, the back really note, the back you know, <laughs> really hits the back of your throat, you know? <laughs> Just completely absurd. I don't. I don't want to really like dive into it. All no, much, we don't need to. I, just, we do look, not, literally we just do Google. Support, literally just Google founders, and, and we you do will not find support, an article. We do not support. That and we do not support. Uh, no, absolutely racist not. behavior not from in, any, any, any any fashion from anyone. anybody no. for any reason. There is not a chance in hell you're going to see somebody being supported. Beer is one of the small or one of the particular like things in, on a very short list that is actually communal i think a lot of people come together over beer and that's something that regardless of race creed color belief sexual orientation whatever else i can possibly think of Gender listing identity. Right now. yeah there's there's no reason that you can't sit down and have a beer with the person across the table from you correct period and that's and what we're doing right now drink beers Three so, white guys right. sitting here drinking beers. That's uh, that's what they call a podcast, right? When that's, you get three white guys together, yeah, yeah. it's like a flock, of, you know, flock of <laughs> two a flock of geese. Two, yeah. yeah, it takes two to tango, it takes three to podcast. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cape, uh, so CBS is what we're drinking right now. Cheers. Before um, we found out that they were racist as shit, and it sucks, but the beer is it's not, not bad. It's good. It's a good beer. And and you, you I mean, Nick, you, Nick has stand this beer for, for years. Because it was so hard to find for a long time. Now it's easy. Yeah. It's very easy to find. So you, also, okay, I, that so this, that actually, so that makes me, that, ma that brings up a question. Yeah. So has there been, like, do, do you ever think that your, your... It's Nick specifically, or, or I guess Jake too. I don't. I don't really know what you guys, because you Nick or Jake doesn't really like go out and like seek beers like this and like try to like do bottle shows or anything like that or lines. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, do you think that you've ever like given a beer like a better shot because you tried so hard to get it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, like, like. Do you think yes. that? Do you think that you've oh. like you've Okay. Of course, I, mean, I I can sort of speak to that a little bit before Nick gets into it. But sure, yeah. You, if I you wait, kind of if I him, wait in line a for a beer, obviously I'm going to think more highly of it than I would if I just you know walked into a random brewery and just picked up a beer. Right, but so does that also? Um, I mean, I guess that piggybacks on the whole like demand for beer, right? Like the, the yeah. lines and, yeah. and all that. Like, so 
we we've talked a lot on this podcast about standing in line for beer, right? And one thing that I see over and over again is the camaraderie amongst the people that you see in line all the time, right? Which the I think shares, you have a different yeah. perspective on that because Jake and I really don't do that. Sure, you're yeah. the, kind of the only one that that does that and has done that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because like in the Pacific Northwest, I haven't seen that. I like I think that we've we've talked at sort of at length about Great Notion and how they're this like super hype brewery, but there aren't any of those in Bend. I don't think that there are any breweries that do can or bottle releases where you see people lining up by the you know hundred, maybe thousand to to get whatever beer they're releasing. So. I haven't had much of an opportunity to participate in something like that. Now, do you, do you think that it, it's it's something of like are they more established? It seems the like place it. I, mean, that, yeah, are, like, I feel like there that's are some what I'm newer saying, breweries, like, but it's there. There aren't any breweries that get that much yeah. hype. So right? that, which that, is weird because you would think in a place like Bend that is like that is like also, the hype place to be the hype place to be. Period. Right. Yeah. Regardless of whatever you're looking for. You, you want to go skiing, you want to go hiking, or you want to do all this bullshit, whatever it is, in the yeah. Pacific Northwest, you're, you're like, oh my god, Bend, Oregon is, like, the place to be. Right, but what I'm saying is, is it's so hype, and there's so many places... Everybody's just on the same ...that everyone has, like, yeah. all so, of yeah, the hype, no, I, I so, like, the hype is just shared between yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't all of, like, that. good, you know, like... But I like, think... Our, so, but at, the same, I, time, at me, the same time, I don't think that there are, there are breweries who are doing the type of things that, that are happening in... Pittsburgh in, you know, like, you look at places like the New York area, Chicago, those type of places where you have people lining up by the hundred. Would you say, stout, it's always season? (laughs) (laughs) So, just to, to like, to preface what Nick just said after he said it, which doesn't make any sense. That's a a reface. That's already said. Right, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) A reface, yes. So Alex is losing his shit. So Nick is, Nick is wearing a shirt. This is, uh, and and I, I love it's a the good shirt. shirt. It's a really good shirt. It, really it is. is. It's great. But it really is. So the whole the the so Sarah the Sarah bought him a t-shirt for Christmas. It was from a gift that she that I showed her online though. That's so the yeah. Part. So it, it so the phrase is it's always stout season, but it's which it is. it is absolutely. It's always truth, stout season. Truth it's in that always sense, stout. It really is. One hundred percent. I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's Love the shirt. So it, it's in the Star Wars font, and it, if you read it sequentially, like you would read anything else, like top to bottom, left to right. Yeah, we got it. It says stout. It's always season, and stout season is in the Star Wars font as well. I guess it's the, always it's, it's also all, Star Wars font, but it's it's the it's title less. Font. It's it's less recognizable than Star right, but if you look at like Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, right? Star Wars is in yellow. That's what Stout Season is on the shirt. Yeah, and then The Rise of Skywalker is that white lettering. That's what the it's always right. Just really so. absurd that somebody made a shirt that set that looks like that for this person. It's funny that it's I'm funny. sitting across people. From right people, now. people care about beer a lot. They really do, and that's right. why. People I stand against kind of stuff. And that's why we do this, apparently. We stand, <laughs> I mean, we stand sitting here. I mean, I'm, I'm we're going to have to stand on that one. Having yeah. come from, you know, 24, 58 miles away, which is exactly the distance that it would take you to drive. From. As the crow's As the Pittsburgh. No, oh, no, no, driving, no, no, driving, no, no. that's right. 2111. 
is as the crow flies flies from Pittsburgh to Bend, Oregon. Or if you're flying fast enough, you could just wait for the Earth to catch up and you don't have to move at all. Truth. You're right. So zero miles is effectively how far I moved away from... What's the shortest distance between two points? No no distance. It's just two points. (laughs) If there's time travel. There's been anyway, time. Um, so let me get back to like being real on this podcast that we that we when left, keeping it real that we left our family on. party to go to. I was gonna say, Jake, what? So are are there like I would say how many? So how many breweries in Bend do you think that you have been to? Um, I've been to twelve different breweries. Twelve. Okay, how many of those did not impress you, and why? Ten. Throw me on the spot. So I, I think that it's really all about the atmosphere. I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, the Jake's beer, all about the, aesthetics the now. Itself, he yeah. left. He left home, and he said, "If the vibes aren't good, what's the point?" I mean, I'm all about. I've always been all about vibes. I think in in maybe in a different fashion than I was a couple of years ago. But the the beers doesn't it. It's not as good. It doesn't live up to what I expect from the place where there are the most craft breweries per capita in the U.S. Right. It doesn't. It really... So, when I'm looking for something that... So, there there are maybe two or three breweries that I would say live up to, you know, the title of place in the U.S. that has the most craft breweries. Right? Because sure. when you think that, you're like, oh my god, their beer has to be so good... There's well, so many places to go. You gotta find something that is going to, you know, appease your palate. Right. That doesn't happen, like hardly at all. Correct. The, the, is, the it, is it because of the beers though, or it, is it because you don't have good experiences with them? Because you're kind of saying both things. I would say mostly it's beer. Okay. Because there is so much room in Bend. There are so many places that have. Massive outdoor areas and cool ass tap rooms inside. Sure, yeah, but they just don't. They don't make good enough beer for me to go back every single, you know, week. week. Yeah, or month see what's even. new. Yeah, that kind of. That's so weird to me. Because I've been there for a year, right? And I've I've been to twelve of probably twenty five to thirty different breweries that are in the. Not necessarily just in Bend, but in the in the Central Oregon area. Right. And some of them make good beer, but but not enough for me to go back every single week and try to find something that I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's... I mean, you kind of get that everywhere. But even Pittsburgh has their, like, standout ones that everybody goes to every yeah. week. Or checks, at least to check the tap list and say, oh, they have that on again? I'm going. Um, you know, like, I mean, some of them are predictable, right? Dancing Gnome, Brew Gentleman. But then some of them are constantly changing, like Hitchhiker, 11th Hour, um, Cinderlands. Cinderlands is huge with that. And the interesting thing that I see is that there aren't many breweries that are doing series-type beer. You know, people, like, things to keep people coming back. It's like, hey, I'm going to do, you know, a one-off in July, or I'm going to do a one-off in September, whatever it is. Yeah. You're not going to see a lot of people who are doing, like, the Bird series at Dancing Gnome, for example, right? Or, or right, like, but I think you know, you look at You look at a lot of breweries in, in the Northeast, and, and, and really on the East Coast in general, 
they do a lot of things where they're trying to keep people coming back week to week or month to month, whatever it is. In Bend, you don't really see it. it it's weird because you, it? you get some one-offs, you get some cool kind of stuff that's going on, but... I mean, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who's going to go necessarily out of out of my way to find things unless it really, you know, is something that you. I... Right. Yeah. But... So, do you think that it's a difference in the mindset of East Coast, West Coast, then? Because, honestly, I mean, there are so many good breweries on the West Coast that are drawing these huge crowds. Is it just maybe Oregon's kind of falling flat for you? It's just not good? Or? So, I wouldn't say that it's falling flat. It's just like the, they, the way that their, their economy is kind of set up, they don't need to have something new every week because people are coming in for a week at a time. Right. That's the other thing. It's a lot of touristy stuff. Exactly. So, so it's like, it's like if, some, if, you can make a, if you can make a beer that's good enough for the people that are there for a week or a week and a half or a couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months even, you don't have to worry about them staying yeah, on your not track for the, for the next month or, or, the or year even. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a little bit, it's, it's difficult for me to completely shit on every brewery there because there are a lot of a lot of brewers that that make a lot of good beer. And yes. I would love for people to come out and try some of the, Like, it, it's easy for me to sit here and say, like, oh, I didn't really like this, I didn't really like that. There's There are a lot of a lot of places that make a lot of good beer, and I, I would love to take some people there and, and see what their opinion is on some of the stuff that they make. Because they, they do all of the different styles, right? They do belgians they do hazy ipas they do lagers they do you know whatever it is that you want stouts galore right yes but it's just it's not it's not really enough for me to be like oh my god i love that place i have to go back every week if i were still in pittsburgh there are breweries or if I was living in New York or even in Bo- like obviously Boston. Right. There are places that I would I would really make an effort to go and see every week and there are places like Treehouse. When I was living in Boston, I was I was at least 45 minutes from Treehouse at any given time. Right? If there's traffic, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. But I would make an effort to go see them because they're so good. They they continue to make you know, maybe they're not necessarily making new, new, new stuff. Right. You're not talking about going there just to see what they have. Right. But, but they make good enough stuff to go back every few weeks to get because you're like, oh, shit, they have this. I loved it last time I had it. I need to go back. Right. And then they do a series, though, too, with the numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, they're up to, what, like 89 or something like that yeah, now? Yeah. But I, like, I, they do, I would expect them to keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to run that until the thousands. But right. And you look at somebody like Trillium, too. I mean, especially in the, in the Boston area. Right. So yeah. they did the permutation series, whatever it is. They, there's a lot of different options up there. Right now in Bend, I don't, you know, I, I love a lot of beers in Bend. There, there are probably 10 to 15 beers that if I see it on the list and I don't see anything else that I want, go into it. Do you typically find that when you go out, though, you're looking to experiment and try different new stuff? It's been a little bit of a weird experience for the last, like, couple of months. Like, I don't think that I'm, I'm necessarily targeting beer specifically. Because, sure, but... Because they make a lot of good... Th- there are a lot of distilleries, even, in Bend. Things like that, right? Yeah. So, I'm not necessarily targeting a beer or a beer style, things like that. 
obviously with the podcast here, I, I probably should be looking for beers to try to promote, you know, what we're doing here, but... I mean, we're, I guess we're mainly a beer podcast, but we're also a sort of, like, pop culture bullshit podcast, plus also every other kind of alcohol. I've been thinking about this a lot, to be honest, because Ryan from Fueled by Hops reached out to us, and uh, Alex and I are going to be on an episode coming up with him, and so I've been listening to a lot more of the local scene, trying to figure out, like what our brand where is where we fit in right mm-hmm. we we are definitely the weekly episode like the weekly episodic talk talk about whatever you know that kind of thing everybody else has a really interesting like structure of like um interviews and stuff like that where we don't necessarily i think that we're just here to discuss the trends in craft beer and i yeah. think that that's kind of where we fall it's not uh, that it's one's better than the other or anything like that. I think it's just a, a core group community type of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, shout out to Ryan. Thank you for, uh, you know, including us in your it's gonna local be an beer podcast, podcast. Uh, we have, we, segment. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, now that you say that, I kind of want to just like go in with nothing to see if they have something prepared. I mean, not like, like, we we take it seriously, but also we don't like. Well, you know. no, I, I don't think and I we feel don't like it, take they, it seriously. I think that we we have no set. Rules. We just have a different style of podcasting, right? It's very stream of consciousness. It's very whatever you want to talk about, right? Um, there's, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's no, and just, I think if people like us, then they're going to keep listening. And if you don't, like so the style, I mean, you're my biggest my biggest thing since starting this was I knew that I was always going to be leaving, right? So I knew that I, I knew that me personally I was going to be on, you know, in Boston or I mean now especially on location, yeah. On the West Coast. So I want to try to make sure that everybody is is getting information from all these different locations, right? It's it's not as much as we love Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I you know, I've been back here for the last week or so and and every time I go back to one of the places that we frequent I love it. It's and, like and being, that's that's yeah. how I really got started. But I, I like to take that perspective and sort of apply it to different locations. Yeah. So that we can, you know, make it more interesting for people who might be traveling or might be doing this or that. I mean, if we ultimately want to make this a, a podcast that appeals to, you know, a nationwide audience, you kind of need something like that. Right. That's, or that's you need yeah, to like do some most. sort of insight. Yeah. And that's what... Um, the Fueled by Hops podcast, I've powered through like 15 episodes in the past week because they're only half hour long, which is yeah. very consumable, right? Um, but he also does a lot of interviews with head brewers at these places that he's yeah. traveling to. So he's been in St. Louis. He's been in um, – oh, where was the other one? Crap. Uh, Richmond, you know, West uh, Virginia, right? Um, like all over the place, but in Pittsburgh as well. And so like his home base is Pittsburgh. And – so it's kind of cool to see them reaching out into other avenues where, like, we're just entertainment value, right? That's really all we are. But he's got, like, a, a he's got a very good, like, system. And so I, I appreciate it. I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, but to get back to the, the week here, right, the recap, um, I do want to kind of tease next week's episode because it's the end of the decade, right? We're going to be recording on New Year's Day. It's been two year, almost two years that we've been doing this podcast now, right? So we're going to do our we our yearly review next week. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this week, however, I want to focus on like the holiday drinking and stuff like like what we did sure, this sure, week. Okay, sure. so um, we've been drinking a lot, right? So we have much much to yeah, and, speak and on. I keep saying it every time. Every place that I go, I, I regret not bringing back beer from the Pacific Northwest because there's there is a lot of good beer, and that and and if you were to listen to the last like I don't know twenty five minutes of this podcast, you might think that. There's not good enough beer for me to bring back, but a lot of places do a lot of like big distribution and stuff like that. So right, to shoot you can get here. Like there's yeah, to shoot. I mean, to shoot obviously is is a massive name in craft beer, and you can find that pretty much anywhere. I mean, you can you can find it southeast, southwest, northwest, up here, obviously in the northeast, wherever you want to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Midwest, wherever you want to go, but. There are so much other good beer that I feel like I, I, I should bring back. And it's it's difficult, obviously you gotta you know, I gotta More So really like I I think over the next, you know, maybe a couple of months while I'm living in the Pacific Northwest, I wanna make sure that I'm providing enough content and enough good beer. Right. Speaking forward, of content. I don't know when I'm gonna come back. But the next time I come back I wanna provide you guys with crux and you know, like Straight from the source to shoots, right? Beer that you can't get anywhere else. I would love that. Travelers travel that. well. Yes. Right. Um, but the the cool thing about that is, um, oh no, I'm sorry. That was I'm totally off my game right now. The <laughs> I wanted to bring up because you're still going to be in the, the Pacific Northwest for a little while longer, right? Yeah. Yep. So February in Northern California, there's a little brewery that you might have heard of. Okay. Called, Called Russian, Russian River. River. Called Russian, <laughs> Called Russian River. River. Did you see that they're bottling Pliny the Younger this year? So, Pliny the Younger, been on my list for a long time. I texted you guys. Been on maybe the Maybe a docket. couple of months ago, I want to say at this point. February. I the first told week of February. You, I told you Pliny the Younger on my list. So, yeah. you, you might as well call it sealed. Right. I'm Signed, sealed, delivered. All it is. Pliny the Younger. Back at the we are yours. Adam's household We're yours. in Pennsylvania come, Two bottle I don't limit. know, uh, <laughs> March or April. That's fine. But, yeah, no, like, that's that's definitely, that was a huge target of mine, the fact that they're it just, bottling it now. It blew my mind when is, I saw it, they're, but they're not wait, doing it regularly. Wait, it's, they, it's, it's, was it only ever on draft? Yes. What? Yeah, so Younger is only on draft. Wow. Elder is bottled all the time. Yeah, which but is great. I plenty, younger plenty only, of the Elder. One of the once, best beers once a year, in the country. Once a year. So it's a two-bottle limit, and it's only released once a year, the first Friday in February. Is there going to be, like, lines? It's yes, like It's I'm just sure. going to be... It's just going to be released, like... So here's going to be just that Give day. Give me the dates. Sort of, like, I need to make sure that I'm down there during that time. Right. Definitely. And um, if I am, I will make sure that I am, you know, in the first... 15 to 20 people online because then I don't have to worry about it. And right. I'm going to drink Pliny the Elder while I'm there with my Pliny Well, the it'll Elder. be on draft too. Okay. Well, so, Pliny the Younger and Pliny the Elder. Maybe side by side. Or like a like a mix and match. Like a, like I don't know. Pliny the Middle Aged. Yeah, right. Like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like black and tan style? Just Not do half the, and half? Yeah. Might as well. We'll see. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm I mean, going to be there. Like, hopefully I'm down there. Yeah. Um, I, I told you a couple of months ago that was my plan was to be. I believe it's February seventh is the date. 
So I don't don't quote me on that. But Russian River is bottling Pliny the Younger. This is the first is time that, ever. Please tell me that's a weekend. It's Friday. It's a Friday. So I fly fly down Thursday night. I get drive right up. in line. Yeah, like. But anyway, go. yeah, that, absolutely. So yes, you definitely need to do that. But I was talking to Sarah, and I was like, I should just go out there for it and meet Jake. So maybe maybe we'll do that. Depending on how it goes. Because I, I mean, if if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I, she, she said so, she can't take off any more time in February because we're already taking off for Valentine's Day for Juicy Brews. But sure. I have plenty of vacation, and so I can probably get the time off that I need. As do I. I just need the the thing As is the I. plane ticket. But the um the uh, the biggest thing there is that they're actually bottling it for the first time ever. Like, that's that's huge. And they've been around for how long, right? Russian River's been there forever. And so there's not really any reason not to, you know? If you can make it there, if you can get there in any way, get there, right? <laughs> yeah. But... It, it, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they're publishing it. Do they, I mean, they normally do, though. Yeah, it's always... Like, everybody knows about it, but I guess apparently they're going to do, like, something special for regulars. Yeah. Like, people that are there all the time. Interesting. So, I, I read an article about it. I'll have to send you it. I'll find it. But there's... Um, but, yeah, that's that's super exciting to me. That they're that they're trying to appease the whole, like, show up, you know, the, uh, the get it and go home with it beer crowd. Right. Right? Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure that secondary on those bottles is going to be massive. Like, people oh, are going to be, be paying upwards of $400, $500 it's be for it. But... I don't care. I think that it's uh, I think it's a, a good idea for them. I think that Russian River as a brand has been on for so long and, and they're only gonna keep doing everything they possibly can to yeah. be just killing the game. So Right. So yeah, yeah I'm 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 pretty excited about that. Yeah, I agree. But <laughs> I no. mean it's definitely no, it's definitely like it's definitely uh, a go-to place on the West Coast. It's it's not really in like a what what city is it technically in? Santa Monica or something like that. Like, no, Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Okay. So which it, it isn't like it, it's not like a destination place, at least from what we saw when we were there. But if if you're ever like doing a trip in California, Northern California, right. Definitely worth going, especially on Sundays when they have $4 drafts of Pliny the Elder, which people rave about for their entire lives. Right, it's included. a great beer, yeah. Like, that's that's just how it goes. And, like, their other stuff is also award-winning and also just as good. Right, but they've been doing it for so long, too. That's the that's the other thing. That's what's exciting about it is that they're so well-established. And it's decorated like a rainforest cafe. Like, it's, like, <laughs> tacky. It's it, it like, really crazy that we, we went there on, like, a... On a Sunday afternoon, and randomly, selling, we didn't know. Right, and they're we selling didn't beers know. for like Pliny the Elder normally goes, I'm sure, for six, seven dollars a pint. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. We get it for four dollars a pint, but we didn't even drink Pliny. That was the thing. We didn't drink just Pliny the Elder. It was everything is half off, so just get whatever you want. And we were like, oh shit, all this other beer is incredible. Right, right. If you go to their locations. You're gonna be like you're gonna be completely surprised because you're gonna be like, oh, I just want plenty of the other. And you're gonna be like, oh, well, this isn't even the best beer that they make. I no, think I think essentially what we're saying is like, go to these places because you can have the shit in cans, and we've been saying this since the beginning. It's like 
like save up some money and take a trip because I guarantee you, if you have a destination brewery, there are a handful of other places in close proximity to that one brewery that will impress you. Well, that's the thing. You look, you look at some somewhere like Russian River, and you have Lagunitas is literally right there. Like it's it's maybe a fifteen minute drive from yeah. Russian River. Lagunitas. Well, Lagunitas is like- the like one of the most well known craft breweries in the entire country. You go anywhere. You go from fucking Brooklyn to fucking Miami, Kansas City, Chicago, wherever you want to go. Lagunitas is on tap. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they are. They're owned by Heineken now, but they're, they're still a very recognizable name. Yeah. Right. And they're all over the place. But the um, but I, I feel like Russian River is kind of the same way with Planet of the Elder. Right. They're they're very well known in the craft beer community, but they're also. People have heard about that beer. If you, even if you're not a big craft beer head, right? And yeah, and I've seen and I've seen it in Bend too. Like I, I've seen people wearing the like you know workmen's shirts or whatever, the hoodies or whatever it is, and, and it it's not even like a oh my god I've seen it once in the year that I lived in Bend. Like no, I've seen probably ten to fifteen people wearing Pliny the Elder like you know garbilia or yeah. garb or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> garb. Um, so. Let's uh, let's get back to the the this week in review, okay? Um, so last night we had a bottle share. We did Stoutmas with we our yeah, Mary, Mary, Mary Stoutmas. Stoutmas. Mary Stoutmas. Stouts. It doesn't make any season. sense. There's no reason for us to call it Mary Stoutmas. It doesn't. No. You know, it's not catchy. It doesn't. There's no. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't super planned either. I just grabbed a bunch of bottles from the basement and brought them over. So yeah, yeah. Because Stout, Nick, you I know, mean, Nick sits on these bottles for a while and then he's like, "Oh wait, uh, I don't want to drink these by myself." So right, I think I I, I so okay. All right. Above. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think like stouts are great. Um. At when you're out, like at a bar, when they will pour you a 16 ounce, some nothing that's like or, or like a 10 to 16 ounce. Yeah, like a, like a buying strong, bottles a is very form. tricky because you have to have a set of friends unless unless you want to like get lit the fuck up by yourself. Like you have to have a group of friends that you will share it with, which is hard to do. I have. The only people I would ever share a stout with are Nick and Dad. I mean, you're like Jake is in Oregon, so like I wouldn't be doing that. Sure. But it it's it's so hard when you have these massive bottles, and that's why I said last night, like we had already been through like four or five like twelve to sixteen ounce bottles, and then Which they were like small. Compared do we want to do? Do we want to do a big one, or do we want to like like what do we want to finish with? And I'm like, let's save it for tomorrow. Because this shit is so big, and it's twelve percent alcohol yeah. for what, like a like a twenty four ounce bottle, twenty two, twenty four, yeah, like it's yeah. it's absurd. Which is like I think my main issue with stouts in general so, is like you can you get these like fancy stouts, but they're in these big ass bottles. Like, why? Well, I think it's a I think it's a it's for the sharing purposes. I really do. Um, but uh, but I want to run through what we had last night real quick here. So we're gonna go down the list. Um, number one was hot garbage glitter wax, which was Voodoo. which was good. I don't it nothing. I don't think anything like stood out to me like like oh my god, this is the best style I've ever had. 
But it no, was very it, good. It was a good stout. It was I a great understand stout. that. But this is so it is aged in early times whiskey barrels. That's the that's what this one was. It's thirteen point six percent. The the story behind this beer I think is really cool, just because what they did was they took a bunch of leftover ingredients from other collaborations that they had done, and they made a new beer with it. Right? They they made something that worked. To the point where it actually drank really well. I thought it was a very good stout. And I'm not going to call it just like it didn't have the barrel flavor. It actually like really kind of kicked you in the teeth with the bourbon. And it had a nice burn to it. It was it was a very well balanced. But I think that it's a cool idea that they were just like, we're going to use this stuff that's been sitting around. And we're going we're gonna to make this beer. Typically, so. I don't love the bourbon burn at the end of it. You sure, know I mean? sure. And... and that is really a turnoff to me for a lot of things, but I didn't. Looking back, I don't think that I I felt that as much as I would have expected to. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, it, it for thirteen point six percent. I think having a twelve ounce bottle and splitting it amongst four or five people was the perfect way to do it. Yes, you got enough of the I, taste, and you didn't really feel like drained after drinking it, right? That was, I think that was well, really the biggest thing. And I think that I even made a comment at, at some point last night where I was like, it, imagine drinking all of these beers by yourself yeah. in a single night. You it would be, can't. you'd be completely plastered, first of all, before you would even taste a lot of it. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe after two of them, you'd be like, oh, I take, I've fully tasted everything that we have tried tonight. But after that, you'd be like, oh, this is I, this is a stout. I can tell that this is a stout, yeah. but aside from that, I cannot discern anything exactly. that is meaningful in any way in terms of flavor. And I think when Alex called it last night and said, "Hey, we should not do this further," that was the perfect time to call it. Yeah, we we had had a lot of different beers. Correct. We'll continue with the beers here. Yeah, right. So the so, next so one wasn't even a stout. <laughs> Um, we had uh, Heine's Good Cheer, 2015 vintage, right? Yeah. Um, I think it was a dark beer. A classic, a dark know, beer, kind of a very dark beer Christmas, yes. I would say. Yeah, it, it, that's... Yeah, so not, not <laughs> a very necessarily dark beer Christmas a Mary Stoutness. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily um, true. But Heine's Good Cheer is an old ale, okay? Um, or it, 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 uh, wait, hold on, let me pull it up here. An old? An old? An old. An old ale. Yes, so... I thought it smoothed out a lot because you get a lot of that, like, um, the sweetness when it's fresher, right? I thought it was, uh, I really thought it was good, but I think it a wasn't, lot of that it's was... not, it, it's not, so the one, the one thing at least that I remember is it's not thick. Like, it kind of has the, it like, it can kind of cut through all of that, like, dark, like, I, I don't want to say malty because I don't think that's really the, the right word, but it, it's, it's like a stout. Thinned out, but in the best way, you know? Like, it's not like a stout you took... Like, you did, like, a blend of one-to-one stout to water. <laughs> right. Like, it, it, it still has a lot of character. It's just easier to drink than, like, one of these thick, like, flavored stouts that we get, you know? And it is, but I, at the same time, I like, when I'm drinking stouts, and, like, stout, it's always season, I love... <laughs> To get just like a really beefy, like hit me in the fucking mouth with 
massive malt flavor. I need chocolate. I need coffee. I need whatever it is. Give me that. Heine's doesn't necessarily give you that. It, I, like, I'm not going to deny that it's a good beer because it is. I, and I enjoy drinking it. Right. It's one of those things that we've sort of created a tradition out of, right? Every right. single year. Exactly. I mean, I mean, Nick especially, is he, he gets it every single year. And I, I love to drink it while we're, you know, supporting all the local breweries and stuff. But it's not something that I would I would grab off the shelf and be like, oh, my God, I need this this year, right? It's it's become a tradition, but I don't think that it's something that I need to have. Yes, absolutely. Um, one thing I will say is there, it's kind of a cool story behind this one, too. Um, so the owner of Roundabout is uh, Steve. I'm pretty sure that's – he's either the owner or one of the brewers, right? Um, lived in Germany for a while, and Heine was a friend of his. And so they brewed the beer in honor of him, and it's an old-style ale, so – it has that kind of old world feel to it, but it's aged in bourbon barrels. It's aged in, uh, this one was a blend of 2014 and 2015. Um, so 2014 was single bourbon barrel and 2015 was aged in rye barrels. So it's one of those things that it gets a lot of those mixed flavors and the, the profile that they said, um, or that they have written here is vanilla, oak, caramel, citrus, cocoa powder, and warming alcohol. I didn't get a lot of booziness from it at all. It, but it, I think it might be because it was I, the I, lowest ABV. At the, at, at the time, if I was thinking about all of those different flavors, you know, whoever is, whoever is drinking this and getting all of those flavors clearly has a more refined palate than I do. Sure. But sure. I just think that it was enjoyable. Like, it, it, it's not something that overpowers what you're eating or drinking in in combination with it. It's a good share too. It is. I think that right. it's one so of you, those, like, like, you you're, can that's really... another thing that you're not going to, you know, drink completely by yourself. Obviously being uh, you know, 16, what was it? 16 I think was the, that was the a, size of the bottle. No, or, that or, one was a 750. 20. Okay, right. So it's right. a bigger so bottle uh, like uh, 24 and a half ounces I think is what it equals out. Yeah, there. right. So, so you, that's not something you're going to try to drink all but it also is like a gift bottle you could give somebody one of those like at a holiday party or something like that and and i'm sure that would be a very passable gift right the um the next one on the list was uh jackio's dark apparition one of my all-time favorite russian imperial stouts i i'm gonna go ahead and just say it they're insanely consistent and they age well this was another 2015 vintage um this one, I want to say, was just the standard, their, their Russian Imperial Stout. Um, not bourbon barrel-aged, but it's barrel-aged, right? Yeah. Uh, they have a bourbon barrel-aged variant that they do that is also incredible. But this one, this one is really what you think of when you think of, like, thick, big, heavy stout. Yeah, and, that, and I think that that's what I'm more looking for, right? right? So, so following up Heine's with Dark Apparition was, you know, maybe not the best litmus test for Heine's because, you know, I was like, oh, man, that, that last one we had, not great. Dark Apparition, on the other hand, incredible. Yeah. It's... It's they exactly did start what canning it this year, I, you know, too. I, I, and <laughs> that, that's the one thing that I have not seen on the West Coast as much as I would love to is the stout, right? I, I, I think a lot of people probably trend towards some of the fruitier, you know, 
beers that you would drink when you're on the beach type of thing, right, when you're on the West Coast. Yeah. Where I'm at in Oregon, I would love a stout all the time. And, and I've had a few, I've had, I've had a handful, right? But it's not, not something that I see frequently where I'm like, oh man, I need to go out of my way to get this stout. Yeah. Yeah. The East Coast, I think, has definitely embraced that more than the West. So, as far as I can tell, and I, I'm looking forward to the next, you know, couple of years where I'm out on the West Coast to, to try to... To get into... Right, right. To, other to styles. Sort of, or reach out, yeah. Branch I mean, out into... But that to, great to notion is, does fantastic They styles. do, they do, they do. You know, there's... Right, there's but that's, a, that's, that's one of, you know... I don't know, 20 different breweries I've been to since being on the West Coast. I mean, if you look at Bend specifically, I call it 30 or 40. Right? Yeah. But one of the things that you see, too, is I like I like to see people branch out into other styles. Especially, um, just to piggyback off of this conversation, uh, Cinderland's, the, the fooder house, right? Now on, in, in Lawrenceville. Right, they they're doing these the OG like, OG Cinderella. Yeah, they're doing Cinderella. I would yeah. call it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. they're doing table beers. They're doing saisons and wild fermentation stuff, and like that type of stuff. I think is more exciting to brewers because of like what you can do with it, and I guess it's a lot more involved process than just a standard like IPA stout, you know, the pale ale, bitter, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. So that. I, I like to see that people are branching out, but I also really just love a great, well done stout, and that's what Dark Apparition is. Super coffee heavy, very uh, thick body. You know, it, you're really feeling like you're actually like trying to slug this whole thing down, type of thing. But it's so good, and I think that a lot of stouts can can hide behind the very like deep flavors that are mm. associated with mm-hmm. stouts. Yeah. There's a subtlety to what a lot of the best stouts do. Not, you know, it's not just like, oh, let me cram dark chocolate down your throat so you can't taste anything else. Right. It's like, hey, and let I me add that's some what pastry subtlety. stouts are really running amuck on is they're just going, all right, we're putting as much crazy shit in this as we can. Let's get birthday cake. Let's get uh, breakfast cereal. Give me all of the waffles that you have. Like, and I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I, there, there are so many like subtle flavors that you can add to the stouts to not make it. But like, you could use like a, you could use like a smoky malt or uh, like yeah. like something to create yeah. that flavor rather than just throwing in what the flavor is supposed to be. Um, but also the, the other side of that is we had that uh, utterly dunked earlier, which was just. Oreos. Straight, straight Oreo. up like Honestly, Oreos. Honestly, like a guy. Adjuncts, adjuncts get so fucking weird now. Like, right. I, I think that... It, it, it's not I, going it, anywhere. It's not... It really isn't. Like, people want to do the weirdest thing next, or, like, the next thing that, like, people haven't done before. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I feel like the only place that stout, at least stout making, can go is, like... Just kind of making a good, solid like stout base, and, and maybe really adding it like yeah. re- and and like maybe adding like one adjunct. It's like the I think adjuncts in general are just at a different level. Like 
the worst level because everyone just wants that's to That's what everybody in. runs to, though. That's the thing. Like Everybody wants to jump in line and get all these. But, the, but we're um, not everyone. No, I understand that. And uh, that's, We're who we are. But the you thing know, is, like, we are uh, who we are by Kesha. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, the, <laughs> so, uh, the answer always has like their base stout and then two, three different versions of it on tap. You look at something like Couch. You know, they, it, once a year they release. This year they, they did, did they what, did what eight ten? Yeah, tenths. eight or ten. You know, something like that. That that's a little bit interesting. I mean, I I love a good just like hearty stout. I guess. I mean, it, it's it's fun to like experiment, and it, if they do it like one once a year, like that's fun because it's like you try to bring people in, and it's like you get like there you don't they make a ton of it. This year, though. You you don't that make a ton of crazy. it. You you don't you know like. It's that's that's fun. Yeah, you're driving up the demand without watering down the product. Right. Right. But but producing a bunch of something that is just like overly adjuncted. Adjunct. Adjuncted. Uh huh. Sure. Adjuncted. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so getting back to last night, the um, the last one on the docket was birthday bomb um, from pa- Prairie. It was uh, the barrel-aged version of it, though. Um, at that point in the night, we were all pretty much wrecked, and I don't really remember a whole lot of it. It was pretty damn good, though. Um, that that's one had a lot. That's what's really tough about drinking a lot of stouts in a row. Is yeah. that you they kind of blend together. <laughs> There's no way you're going to catch everything that you think you should, maybe. Yeah, if you have like more than, if, I feel like if you have more than two... You're really you're starting to you're starting to failure, bleed yeah. into every other thing that you've just tasted because there's not a ton that you can do with stouts, right? Yeah. There's there are some adjuncts that you can add. You know, you can you can do you can go crazy. You can go vanilla mint. You can do all this bullshit, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But the base beer for most stouts is very strong. Yes. Right. The dark malts that you add to it. Right. You're you're not hopping this. All that much to, yeah. to add any sort of like you know crazy flavors to it. It's just it's really difficult to distinguish yourself as a stout, but at the same time, like a lot of these stouts that we have, very good. And I, I would the barrel aged birthday bomb is fourteen point seven percent, so it was definitely the strongest of the night. But it was also it, it again it had that like bourbon burn to it. That because I think it was just because it was this year's version, still a little bit fresh in the bottle. You could probably age that for three to five years and still be, be good. smooth as hell. It would yep. probably be amazing a couple of years from now. I got one bottle of it from our friend Shane, and he. Uh, I was gonna shout out Shane uh, real quick. Shout out Shane. Shane's great. Love Shane. All right, so. We're going to... Um, Merry Christmas to Shane. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas. He was at Jack's last night partying hard. I saw that on Instagram. <laughs> um, um, all right. So the uh, the final... Th- or, uh, so on the on the way out here tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had Double Mex 2019 today. today. Jake, this was your first like experiencing mm-hmm. it because last true, year I think true, we had it true, late Double Mex. Love it. Brew Gentleman... It, is consistently making some of the best beer in Pittsburgh, and I've been saying this for, for 
We all have. Probably years. You're not the only one. We um, you know, maybe we, you know, we haven't been like a, a huge I don't, fan we, of them. No, we have. We haven't. We. I don't know if we even stand them. We have. We have been fans of certain things. Um, and I think that they have gotten back into being in like our realm of what's. A, it, I mean, it. A for me, uh, it's so far away. B. The service has not been great. I mean, I would think a lot of people that have been there would probably agree. I mean, they have me, a certain yeah, they have a certain way of carrying themselves behind the bar, which yeah. is I, I don't know that it's not it, it's not inviting, but it's also not like over the top. At the same time, I don't think that that's something that comes from the top. I don't think that they're like oh be be like you know. Be a shitty bartender, yeah. or, or be you yeah. Know. But it doesn't. I mean, I, I to me, it doesn't seem like coming from the like. It it doesn't need to come from the top like that. Like the if anything, the top doesn't matter. Like the 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 fucking the people that are serving you. Those are the people that are are selling the brand. Like you know. I will say the. Um, there are a couple of people there, and I, since I've been going a little bit more. Um, that really do take care of you. They really want to have, they want you to have the best experience, right? And and I think that there's something to be said about that because people are trying and people are listening to feedback and they're, and they're getting into this. You can't just be the best at making beer anymore. You have to have the full experience from top to bottom. Agreed. So 100%. So that's where I'll leave that. But double mechs. I'm sorry. You delicious. Can put, you can delicious. Put, slap me in the face while I'm drinking double Mex, and I don't give a fuck. I'll. You could put Mexican chocolate fuck on me dog in the shit, ass. and I would still eat it. Like <laughs> fuck me in the it's, ass. You it's know, just, you just give me okay, a dog shit uh, spread on some Mexican chocolate, I will still eat it. But double Mex just does it something is such to me. A good fucking beer. Cinnamon I love it. That that is big, something that if, if I'm ever flavor. in town while they're doing that release, I will make a point. To be there it's every so much single time because it's so fucking. We good. had a blast going down there and hanging out that day too. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. They give you like a window to show up and and get there and get your bottles, but they have it on tap. The place is fucking packed. The Steelers are on TV. They had the projector going. They got the game volume on. I don't know if that's legal or not. Don't don't shut down a good thing, guys. But they had like it was a big ass party. Everybody's there having a good time. People are cheering when the Steelers are doing good. They're booing when they're doing bad. It was a gr- it was a great experience all around. Are we are, so are we stand standing or banning? Are we are we standing or banning? Are we gonna hop yeah. it or drop it? Are we gonna hop it or drop? Hop it or drop it. Stand or ban? Dog. Hop or drop. Big time hop. I'm gonna stand. Big time hop. Big time stand. We're standing. We're standing on this. We're standing on this. Let's uh, let's finish it up here, guys. Okay, so Merry Christmas to all. And, and to, to all, all a good, a good night. beer. I don't know where I was going with that. A Sorry. good hashtag something. I don't know. <laughs> Catch America. us next week. We're doing a collab. Um, hopefully, we get some new followers from that. I mean, I hope so. Right? I mean, uh, Fueled by Hops is a very cool <laughs> podcast. Check them out. Super easy, super crushable to listen to. Um, yeah, I said crushable in uh, reference to a podcast. Oh, that's going to be interesting because it, it's, that's very narrow because we usually do much longer. Right. But that's because podcasts. we get off on tangents. And we talk about crazy shit. 
Um, he tends to stay on point. Because that's our brand. <laughs> God help <laughs> everybody listening to Alex bullshit for 30 minutes. I mean, in like <laughs> very quick succession. All right. Um, anyway. But also, yes. uh, thank you guys for listening. Another year in the books. We're going to be uh, we're gonna be back after the new year with a new episode. Recapping. New beers resolutions on deck. New beers resolutions on deck. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com.